1: This is a very special day, especially when we get an opportunity to have a roundtable discussion and uh, kind of joining us right now to help kick off that discussion about an organization that's celebrating 100 years in the Tennessee Valley are our good friends, Dave and Sally Warland. Dave, great to have you with us here on Mornings with Tom and Tobby.
0: It is great always to be with you guys. Thank you for all you do
1: okay and uh sally let me just uh, bring you into the discussion right now you're going to introduce us to uh, an organization that really has a legacy here in the tennessee valley
2: it certainly does having grown up in chattanooga i have known them nearly all my life rachel is the executive director of the north side neighborhood house which i know many of you have heard of it is a wonderful organization over on the north side of the river They began, interesting enough, on February the 14th, 1924. So this is their 100-year celebration. I mean, you know, there are a lot of organizations that may have lasted 10, 20, 30, even 50 years, but 100 years. What a wonderful thing. So you're going to get to hear from her and enjoy her so much.
3: Wow. So I am excited. I have heard about Northside Neighborhood House for many years, but I haven't uh, been able to talk to someone about it. And so, you know, you guys celebrating 100 years yesterday. That was in the roaring 20s with a very strong economy. So tell us, Rachel, um, the story of how and why Northside Neighborhood House began.
4: I'm so excited to be with you all this morning and share a little bit more about the Northside Neighborhood House. So I love the core of who we are is um, just about neighbors helping neighbors and you know that's central to our call as Christians to love our neighbors and um, the story goes that our founders were just two ladies who were walking down to um, kind of the Coolidge Park area where the post office was and they saw folks if you've the Roaring Twenties were a prosperous time for many, but you know there were tons of people who really struggled, um, just as we see today. And um, they were walking to the river um, where the post office was located and saw folks living just in kind of rundown housing and approached them and asked what they needed. And they said warm bedding and education for their children. So at that critical point, is the foundation of who we are as a Northside Neighborhood House. We want to be in relationship with our neighbors and respond to the needs that they have. So instead of just providing warm bedding for those families, they could have done that, but they decided to teach these women how to quilt and started designing programs to support their children as well. And so that has been core to our mission for a hundred years, just again, being in relationship with our neighbors, listening to what their needs are and responding as we can. Wow,
1: her name is Rachel Gammon and she is the executive director with the Northside Neighborhood House. And, And Rachel, let me ask you this, when many people think about the Northside Neighborhood House, they think of the thrift store or maybe the house in North Shore, but there are like five different programs that you are operating in in seven different zip codes. So, so it's a lot bigger than we think. Tell us a little bit more about it. Sure.
4: So we kind of put our our work, our body of work into three bu- main buckets, but within the stability of just those meeting those basic needs of individuals living north of the river. So that starts in North Chattanooga and extends all the way through Cell Creek. Um, that's helping people stay housed by helping with rent, um, keeping working utilities, providing food when that's needed. And so that's a part of that basic needs. But as we develop relationships with Um, our neighbors, you know, we see that we might not know how to cook um, on a budget or to cook healthy food. So we've got a great relationship with UTC's dietetics um, program and do cooking programs. We've got a great um, collaborative partnership with Tech Goes Home. So we're getting computer education too. And it's mainly some of our seniors in the community that sign up for those classes. Um, We do two major distributions. We know that families who are living on a fixed income school supply shopping can be very burdensome and then also celebrating the holidays so we set up at Christmas time a Santa's workshop where we provide um, toys for over 300 children and again I just keep going back to because I think it's so important our our main way that we're connecting we're just in relationship with our neighbors so at that Christmas workshop the parents are coming in and shopping for their children and picking things out so that it's It's not transactional, it's really transformational, um, just building relationship with our neighbors. Then we have the community schools that provide um, a full-time Northside Neighborhood House um, person at each of the 10 schools that we serve in the footprint and then northern end of the county. So we are just walking alongside our students and families and connecting resources to our school communities through that model. And then our thrift stores do provide household items and clothing and furniture to folks at a low cost and just a way to stretch that budget. And then we have over 15 organizations that we work with where when they are working with members of our community who might uh, be in crisis um, because of an addiction issue or they might we work with room in the Inn, who is uh, working to keep families together and um, provide shelter for uh, mothers and their children their clients can come and receive items for free at our store so it's really beautiful just the the holistic approach that we have to serving our neighbors
3: you're hearing from Rachel Gammon um, she is the executive director of Northside Neighborhood House and Rachel are you going to run for mayor because we need you
4: <laughs> I do love serving the community and just um, consider it a gift to be able to wake up each morning and look at the needs of our neighbors and be in relationship with them and, and do what I can. I feel like that's, that's what I'm called to do, and so I just feel blessed to, to be able to do this work.
2: What a privilege this morning to have Rachel Gammon with us, she, who is the executive director of the Northside Neighborhood House that is celebrating 100 years, and she has shared so much wonderful information. But I'm going to ask you a question, Rachel. You've talked a little bit about the community schools program. We would like to hear more about that and how perhaps us general public could get involved with it
4: sure so the community schools program we have 10 full-time coordinators that are located in schools across the northern end of the county so we have a staff member at red bank elementary middle and high school hickson elementary middle high school Saudi elementary Saudi daisy middle Saudi daisy high and then Sal creek middle high and their role is really to support students needs and connect resources to students and families and also the school community. So there are so many ways that folks can get involved Um, in our middle and high school place uh, spaces. We run after school programs. So we're always looking for community members to come in and share their hobbies or their passions with our students. Um, A part of their role, the community school coordinators role is to connect, um, help classrooms, connect to community members to share about their um, professions. And so we really want to, for even our earliest and youngest kids, to really have a vision for what is out there, what opportunities lie out there for them to create career pathways. So those coordinators can help people get plugged into the schools. And um, it's also just so important, especially in those after school spaces, that our kids know that. Um, adults care for them and love them and can encourage and support them, um, either with helping with academics or just being there and being in relationship with them. You know, we get so much our community school program is, again, just a holistic approach to serving kids and communities. Um, But we hear of so many needs that then we're able to connect You know, we had a family who our coordinator was just in relationship with a child through the after school programming and learned that the family was really struggling. And so we were able to connect that family to our case manager Um, and they had some bills that they couldn't pay just from some hardships that had happened. And so when our case manager worked through a budget with them, which is what we do with anyone we support financially. Um, we saw that they were spending an inordinate amount of money on, um, going to the laundry mat every month. And so again, we have these thrift stores. So we were able to su- connect them to a thrift store that sovereign serendipity happened to have a washer and dryer. And so we were able to holistically like just care for this family. Um, but we are always looking for community members to, to come alongside us and, and care for kids.
3: Okay, and I, you know, I'm I'm just curious. You gave a lot of information about how we can get involved and what that means to to the children. And you guys are so need responsive. I love that model. Um, how how are you funded? I'm just curious about that. How is it community funded?
4: Sure. Yeah, we have been very blessed. We have grown our um, budget in a tremendous way and we do not depend on county and city funding. It's through an annual fund, through special events that we have in the community, um, through some United Way dollars that we mm-hmm. receive and then grants from local foundations. And then um, our thrift stores also generate about half of our income. So. Um, donating and shopping at our thrift stores is a great way to support um, our work and Mm -hmm. it's also a great way to plug in to our work we've got so many volunteers that spend time in our stores helping to keep the floors you know clean and helping to sort through donations and when we um, are able to get donations out on the floor faster and to have them really be out there and looking great and the floor looking really great people tend to come in and spend more money with us. And so um, that also generates a lot of our funding.
1: Okay. You're hearing the voice of Rachel Gammon with um, Mm -hmm. the Neighborhood House and all the different programs. And I was just taking a look here and the word coffee really jumped out at me (laughs) for some reason. And so there is something called a Community Coffee Collective. Tell us a little bit about that because that sounds really interesting.
4: Yeah, our Coffee Community Collective um, was a newer endeavor that we started in 2019. Again, we've talked about just being in relationship with folks and hearing what their needs are. And so we were serving so many folks out here in the Saudi, Daisy, Hickson, Sell Creek footprint that transportation can be a real barrier. And when they were needing connection to resources, the majority of resources are in Chattanooga or along the East Brainerd corridor so that really prevented um, some of our neighbors out here from having access to resources so we opened this coffee community collective front of house is simply a place to build community Um, we've got folks who come in we've got a um, Uh, exercise group that meets here every week. I saw David Carnes in here on Tuesday, (laughs) uh, meeting with his uh, group from Dallas Bay Church. We've got a community room where folks can come in and it's a meeting space for, we can really fit 10 to 15 folks in here. And we've got different homeschool groups that reserve this space. We've got school um, groups that come in and use the space teachers when they're having planning days. And then in the back of our space, we have offices where community partners can come in and walk alongside neighbors who again maybe wouldn't be able to access the resources because they're located in a different area of town so just another space to build community love on our neighbors and all while having a great cup of coffee i'm actually out here this morning and I'm in need of a second cup, so I'm going to get
1: one on my way out. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be right there with you, Rachel. Thank you so much for just sharing a little bit about what Northside Neighborhood House is all about. And Dave Warland, I just want to come back to you really quick just to wrap this up for us and just say if there's somebody who wants to get involved, uh, tell us a little bit more about this and your thoughts about this beautiful organization.
0: Yeah, thank you, Tom. They are, Northside Neighborhood House has been, An organization that's been around, obviously, for 100 years, doing a phenomenal job. Rachel is known in the community as just being an amazing executive director. She's so humble. She's such a great leader. She hires incredible people. We are very, very fortunate in this community to do this. And there are so many great opportunities that people in churches or small groups or even homeschool families or anybody that's out there that says, man, I'd love to do something just to help some people that might be in some need. And not just a one-time thing, but can really help them on a a long-term basis. Northside Neighborhood House has got some great opportunities. We're really thankful. I want to thank Rachel for being part of this call and for Sally always
1: for being part of this call. The tremendous job you guys do. We're very fortunate in this town.